Hello and welcome to the Modern Divorced Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Tarasio. I'm the owner of Modern Law, a family law firm in the Phoenix area. I've been a divorce attorney for more than 15 years. I've got four kiddos and I'm divorced myself. And on this podcast, we're going to cover everything related to divorce, be it legal issues, financial issues, children issues, blended family issues, counseling, mediation, and more. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hi there. This is Billy Tarasio with the Modern Divorce Podcast. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. Um, Every once in a while, I have something that I just want to talk about. And I don't necessarily have a host who's ready and willing and available to to our co-host to talk to me about the particular subject that I want to talk about. And so I do a solo cast and today is going to be a solo cast. And this is mostly for the women. This is really geared towards women. And some of you may hate what I'm going to say and maybe think that it's anti-feminist or something like that, or maybe it's too feminist. Who knows? I don't know. I don't care about the label, but I do care about women. And I care about the fact that um, divorce is changing. We have more data on divorces than ever before. We know that women are filing for divorce much more often than men. We also know that in general, it takes women seven years to recover financially from a divorce. And generally speaking, women leave divorces in a in a more unstable financial situation than they were in when they were married. Uh, and that leads to all sorts of issues. Women also tend to leave a lot of money on the table in, in divorce based on what I see. That's not based on data. That's based on what I see in the hundreds and hundreds of cases that we've helped people with at Modern Law and in my own clients. And women do that for a lot of reasons. They do that to avoid conflict. They do that to, um, they trade things that they want related to child custody or parenting time for money. Those are, those are issues. But the real reason that women leave divorces financially inferior to men in general is not because they're women. It's not because somehow the system hates women. Um, It's because they have failed to create a career that is valuable. They are, whoever leaves the divorce in the, with the higher earning capacity does better post-divorce than they do married. And whoever has the lower earning capacity does worse post-divorce. It has nothing to do with whether or not you're male or female, and it has everything to do with whether or not you are valuable in the workforce. So this is important for us to talk about because um, we also know based on data that women end up taking on most of the household duties and most of the childcare responsibilities. Um, And when they do that, they might feel like they can't invest in themselves or their career. And the thing is, there's all sorts of problems with that. There's a problem that you are doing more of the child rearing than you need to. And it's easy for me to say, right? Well, not exactly. You know, I, I, I got married young. Um, I had my first baby in law school. My ex-husband had a much stronger and more developed career than I did. My earning capacity was much lower than his. And I wanted 
to be home with my newborns most of the time when I was in my 20s and didn't know about nannies. <laughs> I did it differently in my 30s. But because um, I have four kids, two in my 20s, two in my 30s. And so when I started out in my 20s, um, I started out, I think, in a very similar position to most women. But you can make it a priority to invest in yourself, to invest in your career, to figure out what you're great at and to develop those skills. But only if you do it, only if it's important to you, it won't be important to your spouse if it's not important to you. And if you don't make time for that, I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard and that you've got you know, kids who need help with homework and drop-offs and I get it. Remember four kiddos, I get it but you can do it. And women do do it. Many, many, many women do it. Now, the key is how do you invest in yourself? You figure out what you're great at. You figure out what your inherent talents are. We are in an economy right now and a market right now, a gig economy, a freelancer economy that allows you to develop valuable skills and go sell yourself directly to companies like mine or other companies who will pay good money for people with skills. They could be, there's, there's all sorts of ways to make money and to make yourself valuable and to build your resume while you're also living the life that you want to live as a mom. One of the things that us women have to get better at doing is outsourcing. You have to get help. You have to be able to outsource things to your spouse, to your babysitters, to friends, family, community. Like you have to be worth it to yourself to make that happen. It's not unlike you have to be worth it to yourself to go to the gym or to eat healthy. And this is, you know, collectively an issue that women have culturally. We're not all raised in households that tell us this. And maybe we're not getting this message enough that essentially you have to make you important. You have to make you a priority or nobody else will. I see this happen the most, the people who are most devastated post-divorce that I see in the Phoenix area tend to be LDS women of long-term marriages. Some of these women were told from very, very early ages that they didn't need to have a career or that they should study, you know, family development, that their whole focus in life and their whole purpose as a human was to be a mom and a spouse. This is consistent with the culture of the LDS church and the teachings of the community. And if you are part of that community, um, the pressure is very, very real, more so than than outside of that specific culture. And it's a very, very dangerous thing for women. Why do I say that? Because I see women get divorced who have been taking care of their husbands and their children sometimes for 25 years. And they expect their husbands to continue to take care of them. And the court completely disagrees. So some of these women are exiting marriages, you know, in their 40s without having had a career in the last 20 years, and they're not going to get enough spousal maintenance to pay their bills. And they're going to essentially be starting over and on welfare. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can still be an excellent mother, an excellent spouse, and have an equal partnership 
where both of you spend time with your children, both of you invest in your children. It doesn't matter. Like you might say to me, my spouse is terrible at taking care of the kids. So I have to do it. That is such a cop out. And let me tell you what people will end when you get divorced, if you get divorced and it happens, it happens that people get divorced. Your spouse is going to have to do it and you won't be there to help. So it is in your interest and in your children's interest right now to stop saying, I can do it better, so I'm going to do it all and start investing in your spouse to make them a better parent and to help them be responsible for things around the house. Get comfortable saying, I can't do the dishes right now. I've got work or I'm taking a class because it's important to me. And it's important to me that I invest in whatever it is you're doing, like carve out the time, set the boundaries. If that's an unacceptable thing to your spouse, you have the wrong spouse. You just do. And it's only a matter of time before you get left high and dry without skills, without money, without the ability to take care of yourself. I do not like this. This makes me very, very unhappy. And when these clients come to me and they talk to me about how wrong this is, I can understand where they're coming from, but there's nothing that I can do to change the court system. There's nothing that I can do to change the reality of the situation. You are in a marriage that is at will. At any point in time, either one of you can say, I'm done. And if you do, you are largely no longer responsible for your spouse. Spousal maintenance is a temporary and small portion. It will supplement what you need. It is a bridge. It is a supplemental tool to get you to the point where you now have a full-time job and your full-time job might be working at Walmart. It might be working in retail. It might be driving um, for Uber Eats or Instacart. And I don't want that to be your future. I want your children to see you value yourself invest in yourself, care about yourself, honor the capacity and the strengths that you have that go beyond that that of you as a mother. This will make your children better spouses, better adults. Children who watch both their mom and their dad do chores end up doing more chores when they're adults. They're better spouses. They're better humans. And they're going to respect you as a human differently than they would if they looked at you and they said, you know, you're just my mom. You're here to serve me. That's not what we want our kids to learn. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be a stay-at-home mom. Many, many, many stay-at-home moms figure it out. They have a side hustle. But you also have to be comfortable delegating. Get help. There is no way that you are the very best person to take care of your children 24-7. You know why? Because every single one of us gets burned out. And so if you get help, if you get a break, if you have somebody step in and take your kids for a little while and you go and you invest in the thing that makes you, that you're passionate about, that makes you feel good about yourself, that that feeds your soul and the essence of like the, the valuable gifts that God gave you and only you. I promise you, when you come back to your children, missing them, you will be a better mom and they will get a better version of you and they will learn things that you're not teaching them if you're simply their servant. So I I feel badly because I feel like this is kind of a, a throat punch. I mean, on one hand, what I'm saying is ladies, women, it is on you to take care of yourself. It is on you to care about your own earning capacity, 
your own ability to take care of yourself. And it is your responsibility to do so. Stop depending or counting on a husband to take care of you forever because you can't count on it. And if that works out for you, great, amazing. But regardless of whether you stay married or you get divorced, you as a human will be better off if you have a command in the labor market. This is kind of like when our parents told us, you know, it's okay to have a dream of being an artist or being a rock star, but you got to have something to fall back on. It's the same thing. You got to have something to fall back on. You have to have a skill, a valuable skill. And there's so many of them, design, social media, um, photography. There's there's creative things. There's technical things. There's, there's outsourced bookkeeping. There's a million things you could do, but you have to make a hard choice to advocate for yourself to work on something consistently to get better at it. So that is it for today's Modern Divorce Podcast episode. I wish you well. I want you to get together with great people who can help you figure out either a career counselor or um, a my friend, Shanna Tinjum, who we did a podcast together on um, financial planning for women. Get, get education, take some responsibility for yourself, I know that's intense, but I appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Modern Divorce Podcast. Remember, anything you've heard today or anything you read online is not the replacement for actual consultation with an attorney and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Even if you called in and we spoke to you, you are anonymous and we don't have your details and you have not become a client of Modern Law. However, we would love to speak with you or you should seek out the advice of legal counsel or counseling or any other expert near you. And if you have an idea for a show topic or you need to speak with an attorney in Arizona, you can reach me at info, I-N-F-O, at mymodernlaw.com.